Good morning, I'm Steve and this is Football Stadium Prince Podcast. Episode 18. Up to 18 already of me spraffing on. Um, it's 19th of March 2021, 10 past 10. Although it's not 10 past 10 where you are on the 19th of March. So, what we got on today? Well, let's get the little Pac-Man... No, let's tell you what's on today. Then we'll have the little Pac-Man jingle. Today's is all about... Oh, can you hear that? Car rumbling into life outside. Um, This one is all based on the back of a little poll I did on Twitter, which was Cuppy v Cuppa, which is about what you call a cup of tea. And I call it a cuppy. Get me a cuppy. Turns out, the rest of the world is mental, and the majority of them call it a cuppa, and not a cuppy. Anyway... It's based on the back of that and other stuff that, w- where I come from, what we say, probably either doesn't mean the same elsewhere or is just completely made up nonsense. But first, here is the Pac-Man jingle. Okay, there we go, Pac-Man. One day I'll have to remove that, no doubt. So I've got my coffee, I've got the design lined up that I'm going to do. There is my coffee as I swallow loudly. Um, What did we get up to last week? Last week it was about Patreon questions. I got quite a few. I didn't actually manage to finish them all. I meant to return to them this week, but because of this Cuppy v Cuppa um, episode... I've decided to go back to them another point, another time and then deal with this because it's blown my mind. Um, yeah, so last week was all questions about cats, dogs, Brecon, London, what's good, what's bad. It was fun. Um, well, what do I need to do? If you're new, what's this Football Stadium Prince podcast all about? Well, mainly... First, the thing it's not about is football. Well, it does have little bits of football. Um, but really about the stadiums and stuff I'm doing. It's not, uh, you'll be getting no tactical analysis here. Or opinions and thoughts on results. Unless it is Scottish national team when we are playing. Um, it's really, it came about from the fact that I normally just sit in my studio all day long, every day, not speaking to anyone. And I thought, you know what, if I can get questions and stuff from the internet, from Twitter and Patreon subscribers, I'll answer them. And then that gives me the chance to talk out loud without feeling like a madman. Um, so I get to engage in at least 50% of a conversation rather than 0%. And 50% is better than nothing. Um, lockdown has sort of le- eased a little bit here, so the house is back to being empty. It was pretty full for a while, but it's better half the way to work now. She's a teacher, so she's away back to work. So that's what it's about. Right, if... You aren't a new listener, you know that already, and you have to sit through that little preamble every single time. But we did it quite quick that time, didn't we? We got through it quickly. Okay, what am I working on today? Well, it's fine line design 
D. And this is a club that I've only just heard about. And I don't feel too bad about that because they haven't been around for very long. It's um, the Maryland Bobcats. Maryland Bobcats FC. Maryland? Maryland? I guess it depends where you're from, how you're pronouncing Maryland. 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 Anyway, it's the Maryland Bobcats, and they are they play at the Maureen Hendricks Field at the Maryland Soccer, the Maryland Soccer Plex. Sorry, I'm stumbling there because I'm now Maryland is in my head. Maryland, Maryland. If I said it, if I went and put on a an American accent, I would definitely be pronouncing it different than what I would, what I currently do with my Scottish accent, which is Maryland. Nope, Maryland is now sounding like a theme park. I've said it too much. I've said it too much. I am very sorry, everybody who stays in and around Maryland. Maryland. Ah, stop saying it, Stephen. Anyway, that was suggested by by the Maryland Bobcats and also Crystal Palace DC, which is the Washington DC branch of the Crystal Palace Supporters Club. Um, yeah, the, Mary- the Bobcats. Well, the Bobcats will be playing in. They are members of NISA, the National Independent Soccer Association. So they are playing in that league from this year. So this will be they'll be competing for the first time. I'm sure that's correct. Um, and the Maryland Soccerplex looks amazing. The um, the whole setting just looks absolutely beautiful. Where it's set, lush and green and cracking. While having a look into it, I've also found out that Bethesda is a place. I thought Bethesda was just a made-up name for the compu- the software company. Didn't know that. And. Well, then, while researching, uh, I'd sort of discovered that I didn't really know anything about Washington, D.C. I thought District of Columbia was like a state. But is it, is it like, is it sort of like the Vatican in that Washington, D.C., the capital, is sort of like a, a mini state? I couldn't figure it out. Admittedly, I was only looking at a globe and the map and seeing the sort of square bit. But I need to look into that further. Because I'm doing a lot more American stuff. I need to learn a little bit more about what it, what you, what it's all about. But we're in Maryland, and I know that that is now... That's sort of to the north. That's the north of Virginia. So it borders Virginia, but Washington, D.C. is sort of in the middle of them. There you go. Geography lesson. A very bad geography lesson for you. So that's what I'm working on. I haven't done any of it yet because normally I'm doing it while I'm blabbing. But So let's get that underway. They have a nice bobcat on their badge. Nice colours. Just picked up a line there. And that's too thick. Let's go with this version. 
this thickness of the line. Beautiful. Right, that's step one done. We've picked my pen, we've picked the thickness, we can now go two up and two down from that line for the Maureen Hendricks field. Um, Crystal Palace DC brought it to my attention because it's International Women's Month and it's one of the few fields named after a woman, Maureen Hendricks. And in my idiocy, I didn't even look into who Maureen Hendricks was. I am so sorry. That is a ridiculous state of affairs. Let me, I'm sat at my computer. Let me quickly Google her. Maureen, um, Maureen Hendricks. Maureen Hendricks Field. Oh, it doesn't really just pop up very close to the top. Oh, I, st I still don't know who she is. Um, well, there we go. That added nothing to this this podcast, and it added nothing. It gave me no more additional information. I will try and find out who Maureen Hendricks is. It must be pretty good to have a stadium named after her. Or a field. Okay, so what what have I been up to this last week? This last week has been ace. Absolutely ace. I've managed to get official. Well, I'd only done half. I was doing a fine line design for Finlay Stadium, Fort Finlay, and I'd went and posted sort of half, as I'd done about a quarter of it, and then Chattanooga. That's the home of Chattanooga FC. Also members of this, the National Independent Soccer Association. And their merch guy got in touch saying, oh, we'd love to work with you on this. How can it happen? I was, no problem. That sounds great to me. And we now have a deal in place. You can now go to the official Chattanooga FC website, head to their store and you can at the moment pre-order Fort Findlay Chattanooga Fine Line Design t-shirts straight from their website. They'll also be able to get, you'll also be able to buy them in store soon and once everything opens up properly and life gets back to what the new normal you'll be able to buy t-shirts and prints from the from, from the stadium on match days so that was amazing that is fantastic and thank you to Dave the guy that runs the Chattanooga Chattanooga merch shop, merch site, all that. Thank you. Da oh, David, I'm not sure if you. I shouldn't go calling you Dave, you might not like Dave. Um, thank you very much, David, for reaching out and getting all that sorted with us. That was great. And it has been great. Um, we've also 
had discussions with another couple of clubs to get work with officially. Again, American. I don't want to say too much until we get them over the line, but everything looks pretty good so far. The hold-up is at my end while I just get my contract, my licensing contract, double-checked. Um, which is taking a little... Well, no, I was about to say it's taking a little bit longer than I'd hoped, but that's not fair. It's my, my sister-in-law is a solicitor and she is doing it in her spare time so it's that's not fair um so hopefully get them over the line they are they are for a team in tennessee and a team in oklahoma and then hopefully once we get them over the line you'll again be able to buy t-shirts direct from their online official online stores at the stadiums on match day and their retail premises fantastic if you're listening to this and you happen to be a merch guy from or girl we're talking about merch guy or girl from an American club reach out we can work together so that was good, that was exciting, it was a really, really cool couple of days. Um, what else has been going on? We, well, there was, I had another poll to pick what ground to do next. That was between San Antonio, Indy 11 and New Mexico United. Fortunately, San Antonio didn't bring their best to the to the table and landed in third place. But it was a pretty good battle between New Mexico United and Indy Eleven. I think it might have been Indy Eleven second attempt and they've just been pipped at the post again so I'm doing I'm currently doing a a proper stadium design for New Mexico United they are fans that want to get it, it's always the case it, it sounds like I'm just I, I could say oh the fans have been brilliant the fans of this club have been brilliant when you ask for photographs and of the ground, um, they're all great, but they really are. Every time I put out a request for information or photographs, the amount of responses they get is absolutely fantastic. It's brilliant. So thank you very much to all the um, New Mexico fans. Somos Unidos. Um, that's underway. I've got a couple of draft, a couple of draft sketches that have moved on a little bit further than the, than the, than the moved on beyond the initial 
draft draft stage. I'm just trying to. I just need to go through um, some of the photos just to line things up, match things up to make sure I'm I'm not going to miss anything from the stands. But I did have one. One of the one of the versions is inside the stadium, looking down towards the, looking along the length of the. The seating. Um, and then I did have another draft, which was of the exterior, which is an amazing exterior at, at uh, the lab, Isotopes Park. And it had a. I had cheekily. They've got on the exterior, the sort of main entrance, I guess. There, there is a um, baseball play, a baseball player smashing a ball. Um, a big, what would he be? He must be about ten foot tall guy up on the top of the front facade, smashing a ball with um, the words with the name Albuquerque above him. And I thought, oh well. It is quite, well, it's obviously baseball-centric, the ground is a baseball ground. But I thought, oh, I wonder if I could just, I could cover him up with a flag, a, a, a New Mexico United flag. But it might, I did think at the time, this might be a bit cheeky and the club have agreed, yeah, this might be, uh, I mean, we, we don't, they don't want to annoy the, the landlords. Um, it might be dis a little bit disrespectful. I mean, I I, I don't know, but the the baseball player that's smashing the ball on the front of that might might be like a super a superhero in baseball terms, and I, and it would be terribly disrespectful to have him covered up. I quite like the thought. It was, I might finish it one day and then have it as a limited edition print. Who knows? Um, but, it did, but that's underway and that's good. That's good fun. Let me just have a look how this is coming along. It's just only 18 minutes in and it's looking rather tasty so far. Um, there's also a New Mexico United Fine Line Design t-shirt out they're available on the site. It is black and yellow. It's a beauty. Has the name rather than Isotopes Park. We've got the name. Um, got the name the lab on there. It's good fun. It's nice. I like it when the, this one. The the color of the bobcat isn't. I don't know. It's it's yellow, but it's not like the bright bright yellow of um, New Mexico United. So, but this is still this one's going to look good on a black t-shirt too. Um, what else have we been up to? Oh, on a personal level, I've ended up started playing Kingdom Come on the PlayStation again, which was a mistake because it's so bloody addictive. Which um, keeps blowing my mind because it's. I don't. It, 
it's one of them ones you can't you can't just save anywhere you want you have to go to specific beds to be able to go to sleep to save it or use a um a, a drink but I can't remember the name of it in order to save your game but it's quite hard to come by that drink in order to uh, in order to save so you end up having to go to these different places but along the way well, as you're going somewhere to save it you end up getting embroiled in a new quest or you get sidetracked by something happening or you see somebody and you're like oh I'm gonna go and see what's happening here oh you're in need of uh, you're in need of some help no problem I'll help you out, and then before you know it, you're in you're inside another mission, miles away from where you were going to save it, and um, the next thing it's one o'clock in the morning. But it's it's and again graphically it's not the 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 most advanced game in the world but there's something about it that just that's just hooked me so that was an error turning that back on well it wasn't an error I'm having fun but as soon as my dinner's finished I'm like here we go kingdom come excuse me while I have a drink of coffee there now what else? What else? Well, this isn't a thing that's happened previously, but today the weather is absolutely beautiful, so I'm going to get this one finished. Get it made available. Hopefully, bobcats like it. And uh, I'm going to try and get out and get some vitamin D. I imagine it's still a bit cold out there, but in the sun it should be quite nice. So there we go. Right, today's topic. Oh no, first I've got to do my little Patreon plug. The hard bit, the bit I don't like doing. But, firstly, thank you to everybody who has signed up to Patreon already. You guys are absolutely amazing. I, I always struggle, always struggle with how to how to word exactly how much it means to me how much your contributions mean not the the it uh, see stuttering so I don't why is it so difficult just to thank you your contributions go direct to paying the bills it's as simple as that making sure that the website remains online they go to straight to the hosting costs of the website which keeps the website online it means people when they when they stumble across the site find something they want they can buy it what what earth that's the worst I'm terrible at this right let's start that again I'd, I, I've been trying to get this bit down to 
something concise, clear and also meaningful. So, if you sign up to Patreon, you will instantly be in a draw to win a page from my sketchbook every single month. Everybody that's won so far has definitely been been, get, been sent more than one uh, more than one page. Last month's winner was John Mad Dog McLaren, and he got two um, Everton sketches, which I believe are going to his brother-in-law. No, his brother. I think yeah, I think it's his brother. Um, they've been sent to him gladly received he sent me a lovely picture of them um, I believe he's also uh, how does this roof go sorry I'm just having a little can't quite see where the the roof of big facility beside the ground I think it goes like that and then like that there we go um, I'm sorry I forgot what I was saying there um, and now the washing machine has gone on its spin hopefully my post production will be able to get rid of that rumble um, so yeah, so he's given them to his brother. He's he's also got him the corresponding prints from the site, and I think his brother's going to have them all print. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Framed together, so the original drawings, original sketches, will be sitting framed underneath the the full versions. Anyway, if you sign up, you can sign up from as little as a dollar. <laughs> I went into this saying I was going to make it, trying to make it concise. Jesus, this is anything but concise. Um, you'll be entered into the draw to win that. We're sitting at 29 subs so far, that's amazing. If we can somehow get to 50, I'll start doing a monthly print giveaway as well. So two draws. Um, if somehow we end it, ever manage to get to 100, we'll do a t-shirt giveaway as well. Um, you get this, you get the this podcast early. Don't know if that's worth worth the pound or the dollar. Might be, might be some. Um, you get a 10% discount code from footballstadiumprints.com for as long as you're a member. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you can't find that code, just message me and I'll get it to you. I keep meaning to update it so that it appears nearer the top of the feed, but if you can't find it, just let, just let me know. I'm never away from my phone, so I can let you know what that is. You get behind the scenes pictures, little video lens things, which are like, what do you call them, from Instagram. Um, 
stories. I think what what um what they called Twitter has them now as well. I think they call them fleets. Um, so they're sort of like that. I'll try and do them if I've got something worth saying. And when I've got nothing worth saying. Um, there we go, it's a nice little path. There's so many trees around this ground, it's lovely. Right, okay, Patreon, if you could sign up it'd be amazing. Thank you very much to everyone who has, has signed up. You are beautiful and it's much appreciated. You'll never, I'll, I will never be able to articulate how much it means to me that people sign up to Patreon. It's just, it's amazing. Right, let's get on to today's topics. This was based on the fact I'm from a place called Brecon. Pretty much slap bang in the middle of Dundee and Aberdeen. Between the two. Northeast of Scotland. Um, when I go home, the first thing my stepmom asks me is, Do you want a cuppy? Do you want a cuppy? Aye. Yeah, I want a cuppy. You don't even need to ask. I love a cuppy. But while I'm down in England, it seems to be that they call it a cuppa. You want a cuppa tea? Alright mate, you want a cuppa tea? Cuppa. A cuppa tea. Cuppa. Nice cuppa. Um, and then, with me being from Scotland, I just assumed oh, maybe all of, all of Scotland says cuppa. All of England says cuppa. Well, it turns out it was wrong. It turns out that it, cuppa might just be... Well, the responses it got was pretty unanimous. It's cuppa. It was like 90% of everybody that voted said cuppa. Cuppa is a variation of a game of sort of football. We just called it World Cup when we played it. Um, But yeah, but but the other people that the people that agreed with me were other Breakiners, a guy from Montrose, and then a girl who's down here in London, who says oh her, her Scottish family say cuppy, but it turned out that that family was also from Montrose, so it looks like cuppy is pretty regionalised. For a while, it was looking like that was regionalised just to my house, but luckily we managed to expand from um, Brecon out to at least Montrose. And then, <laughs> that, that just made me start thinking of other stuff we used to say when I was, when I was a kid. We had to, again, these, I, I don't know how local these are, one of them definitely the first one was, if somebody did something that was a bit unfair, um, I can't think of a situation, if something was a bit unfair, you would say some, you would refer to that as like, oh, that's well tight. Like, um, somebody, somebody was picking on 
someone else, say. It would be, you'd be end up saying, oh, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, that's well tight. <laughs> but when you never think anything of it, but it seems, is that an odd thing? Is that just a, like a breaking thing? I don't think it's, I don't think I've ever heard the, the better half say anything like that about it being well tight. This one's definitely a breaking thing. If something's great and breaking, well, when we were young, when I was young, and I still say it now, you say it's totally DOS. Everywhere else, DOS is not a good word. And I know that it's not just breaking that says DOS because I ended up um, having a flatmate years and years ago from Kerry Muir and she when she first came round to the flat to have a look to see if she was going to want to move in or, um, I think I said oh it's totally DOS and she was like oh my word I've not heard while well, living in Edinburgh I've never heard anyone else say that I thought it was just a Kerry Muir thing I was like oh I thought it was just a breaking thing but totally DOS Say DOS anywhere else, and everyone's saying, what? That's that's terrible, that's a bad word. That's not, that doesn't mean something's good. So goodness knows how on earth, in Breakin, we ended up using DOS as being good. Like, I think the term most people think of when they say DOS is like it's a DOS house, which, I mean, what even, what? A DOS house, like we're, <laughs> say we're DOSers hang out, but then that's not that's not helping an explanation, is it? That's sort of like waste, I guess, for want of a better term, wasters. Um, where nothing's really happening, nobody's doing anything. I feel a bit reluctant to be saying that because now that you don't know the issues of everybody. That are in these situations. I'm not trying to disparage people who have legitimate problems and drug issues, but just to try and get the the vision of what a, a DOS house what a DOS house would mean when somebody was saying it. So totally DOS in Breakin, well not just in Breakin, I still say it now in London. Um my better half says it sometimes, but it sounds weak. It sounds odd in a London accent. She just she can't, she can't get it. It just doesn't. It sounds a bit funky. But also because she usually goes, "Totally dos." <laughs> That's not what she sounds like. <laughs> but she'll say, "Totally dos." Have I said that right? Have I said it right? Then whenever any. Scottish thing that she tries to say is always followed with Did I say that right? Is that right? Did I say it right? Usually the answer to that query is no. You, no, no. Leave it. Um, so it was totally DOS. This one is weird. We used to have this thing called slops. <laughs> we used to have this thing called slops. So you'd a group of you would go down to for lunchtime 
you were allowed to, well, as long as your parents were okay with it, you were allowed to leave school and uh, head down into town to buy your lunch. Bear in mind, Breakin's got about five, four and a half thousand, five thousand people in it. It's not big. The walk, you can walk anywhere. It's only about a mile wide, so you can walk everywhere. So we used to go from lunch, go down to the high street to a place called Mackay's and buy yourself usually a pie or this thing called a uh, half meat round. You could buy a full meat round if you wanted but you're never eating it all. I mean there's only one man I know who would be eating a whole meat round. Um, but you go there, you would buy your pie, you would get your lunch. Slop, and this rule that I'm about to say slops. This applies. You don't. It's not just about back when you buy your lunch down the town. This applies everywhere, wherever you've got your lunch. What would happen is, if you sit and munching away on your pie, eating on a bag of crisps, and somebody's there and they say to you, "Slops on your half meat round," you had to give them the last bite. They had, you had to. There was no getting away from it. If slops had been called, you're like, ah, oh, come on, I'm starving. There was nothing, you were like, called slops. Nothing you could do about it. Had to be handing over your, your, um, your last bite. You're in a bag of crisps, you're like, slops in your bag of crisps. You're not going, nah, you're not saying no. You're not getting to say no. That was it. That last wee handful. That's the person who calls slops. That's them. You could do it with, um, say, a tin of coke, a tin of can tango, but it was a brave kid that was genuinely going to take slops and from from someone from a can where they could quite easily have just been swirling it swirling it in their mouth and sticking it back in. Slops was a bit, food was a di bit different. You couldn't, there would be that, why didn't you just lick your, why didn't you just lick your, the last bit of your pie, or the last bit of your half meat round? You can't do that. That's against the rules of slops. You had to hand it over. What kind of animal are you if you're going, if you're away, if you're away doing that, if you're, if you're then licking the stuff that somebody's rightly claimed as their own, <laughs> it's ridiculous, you had to hand it over, you could go and then get slops off somebody else's thing, but if you're in that, that minute and the pies from, pies from Mackay's are great, I think it's closed down now. See, that's how long it's been. I've not been back to Breakin since, well, Christmas 20, 2019. Wait, is that right? Jesus. Tell you what, that lockdown year, despite being boring as all hell, has passed quick. It didn't, but that's, it didn't pass, it didn't feel like it passed quick at the time. Felt awful and boring and still boring. 
But, um, yeah, I've got a funny feeling Mackay's the baker's gone. Yeah, because I think my dad now drives through to Montrose to get his pies. Or if he wants a good one, I think he, he drives through to get his pies from Montrose. Maybe the kids, maybe it's shut down because... Maybe the kids nowadays don't go downtown to buy their pies. Well, you can't go downtown to buy a pie if there's no pie shop. There we go. What other, was there any other breaking things I can think of that were... So slops might be a uniquely breaking thing. Possibly happened elsewhere, or a variant of it, but that was what we called it, slops, and it kept you fed, <laughs> if you were hungry. What else? What other daft stuff? Oh, we had a nightclub in Brecon called Flicks, and it would do under-18s discos, and when they were doing them, you tended to get girls from other local schools appear, and boys. Obviously, um, coming from far for Montrose, heading over to come to flips, and <laughs> we just, rather than um, be a normal human being, a normal civilized person, if you like to get I'm only, I can only speak from a boy's point of view here, obviously. Um, we, you were like a girl, no idea what her name is, because she's from Forfar. You'd send a pal over to um, go and ask her if she'll get off of me. <laughs> and you'd have to go over to the, this girl, ask her, my pal, fan, pretty much using the phrase, oh, somebody at the window, hang on. I'm back. That was um, my mother-in-law chapping at the window. It was a nice surprise. Um, where was it? I forgot to... I meant to go and click. Scroll back a bit and click. Oh, getting off with my pal. That was it. Yeah, so you press... You're 13, 14 years old. You're getting sent over to a group of girls and asking them pretty much verbatim oh yeah my pal fancies you will you get off with him basically will you kiss him and then you would point back to and you'd point back to your pal and then they would say yes or no <laughs> um, how civilised is that didn't even introduce me. Didn't even introduce yourself. Didn't say hi. I'm Steve. My pal fancies you. Just my pal fancies you, dearie me. And that was being thirteen or fourteen years old when that's how you got introduced to other girls from other schools. And then, if you liked each other, you spent a, about a week and a half trying to get back and forth from Forfort to Brecon. You realise that that's impossible when you're 13 or 14 to travel that 14 miles. Wait a minute, Brecon 14? Yeah, Montrose about 9, Forfort about 14, and then that's that. <laughs> but when you were at those discos, the girls from Forfort and Montrose just seemed so much more exotic than 
and out there than um, breaking lasses. No offence to breaking lasses. Right, there we go. Pretty much done Maryland. May no, Maryland. Made it just like the beginning at the end. I still don't have it in my head. So the Maureen Hendricks Field at the Maryland Soccerplex. Maryland Bobcats FC is pretty much done. It looks lovely. If I am just going this, I am just going to add a layer in at the bottom. Fill it with black just to make sure that it looks. Oh, wow! 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 It is looking fine. It is looking fit. This is going to be good. So there we go. That was that. I've got a few more tweaks to it I need to do. I need to get the floodlights in. I actually need to get the pitch markings in. Um, wouldn't be much of a football soccer print without a football pitch in there. Um, so there we go. That's that. Thank you very much. If you've stuck around till this point, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much to all the Patreon supporters. If you be it, if you could, and you have a spare quid a month, please feel free. Please consider signing up to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash football stadium prints. Um, there are other tiers available there as well. There's a monthly mystery print tier and t-shirt print tier. You get all the all the other benefits as well, but. Uh, print or t-shirt chucked in every single month so there we go thank you very much this one's been fun i will speak to you next week cheers goodbye